0: we've created the American blueprint for greatness. They lit the fire of a great idea Stood against an iron And welcome to
1: the Run the Race podcast, where we talk about fitness and faith on a weekly basis. We all need motivation, maybe to lose weight or get stronger physically, or get closer to God as we all seek purpose in life. I'm your host, Jason Dennis, hoping to inspire you to run the race of life as we sit down with fascinating guests, digging deeper into the mind, body, and soul. Let's do this.
0: A red-white American
1: blueprint. Yeah Welcome in to our journey of fitness and faith. We appreciate you choosing the Run the Race podcast. And don't forget, if you want to listen to any of the previous 54 episodes, hard to believe it's been that many so far for the last uh, year plus, you can go to WTVM.com slash podcast and listen to any of those. We're on uh, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, a lot of people listen on there, and also on Apple. And if you're on uh, Apple Podcasts, that app on your iPhone or iPad or whatever else, Go to the bottom of the Run the Race page. We really appreciate you to go on there and, and to write a review, uh, five stars if you like it. And uh, just you know, write a couple sentences that really would help us to keep this, uh, this train rolling. And uh, we have some great guests uh, every week uh, talking about all kinds of things. And we're talking about uh, music with a singer-songwriter who uh, is going to talk to us about his uh, military career, his battle with COVID, being a, a healthcare hero now, uh, and, uh, and also being a singer-songwriter. And uh, so I'm looking forward to uh, talking to my friend uh, Tim Maggard. And speaking of music, uh, you know, when you're uh, maybe at the gym or uh, maybe running, anything maybe fitness related, maybe it's while you're at work too. A lot of folks like to listen to music. I know when I'm out running, whether it be for thirty minutes or for two or three hours, if I'm not running with someone and kind of fellowship, I uh, typically like to have you know some music on or a podcast or sermon or or even listen to the Bible on there. And uh, people that you know go out and lift weights and jog, cycle, run, whatever, any kind of exercise, they. Say that it really the music does help them have peak performance and also enjoy their workout more. Maybe that's the case with you as well. Some people maybe even audio books to kind of a, kind of read quote while they run or anything else. And but other people like you know those uh, those bumping beats and uh, some lyrics to inspire them. There's been some research done about how music you know actually. Uh, really, scientifically distracts you from pain and fatigue, and it increases, uh, you know, your mood and your endurance and uh, maybe your perception of like the time maybe passes a little longer. if It maybe feels like you've only been out there for 30 minutes when you've been out there for an hour, hour and a half in the gym, uh, lifting those weights or out on the trail running. So uh, music definitely has a big impact. And uh, and Tim Maggart, my guest this week, uh, definitely knows all about that. He's a U.S. Army veteran. He was an enlisted soldier and a captain in the Army. Uh, now he is a home health physical therapist. That's his full-time job. But on the side, he is an award-winning Singer and songwriter loves to tell stories through his music, especially about military veterans. He recorded the theme song for the National Veteran Service Organization, House of Heroes. And, uh, you know, recently, the North American Country Music Association International voted Tim's CD, Things I Never Said, as Country Album of the Year. Now, his his genre is inspirational country. He's also produced a multimedia live musical stage production called the New American Freedom Train Show. This was a, a celebration they took around different states, and uh, it was kind of a celebration of uh, family, faith, and country, and of course a tribute to our nation's veterans, which Tim is one of those. And uh, he comes from a long lineage of musicians and also uh, military uh, vets himself. He uh, in his home he has his great grandfather's great great grandfather's discharge papers from the U.S. Army in 1864. He also is a survivor of the coronavirus, had a really very difficult bout with it last summer. So we talk about all these different things uh, in our interview for this uh, podcast episode, Run the Race. And uh, I wanted to give you kind of a um, to have you listen a little bit to one of his songs that he recently wrote, uh, kind of uh, related to the pandemic and his, uh, you know, kind of reaching out to God and and that his has his rock and his Redeemer uh, during this time of struggle that we're always we're looking for something to to, to hold on to. Here's a little bit of his song uh, from uh, he came out with last
0: year. You are
1: mine. I will not
0: tremble in the dark of night.
1: On the podcast with us now is uh, Tim Maggart, military veteran and current physical therapist. Thank you so much for joining us. It
0: is great to be with you.
1: And uh, we've known each other for for many years. You used to work with my wife and, and, uh, you know, one thing, um, you know, we just heard a little bit of the song, uh, You Are Mine, which you wrote last year, last summer, and just so happens, you know, it obviously deals with faith, but it was, you know, right, I guess, before your really difficult battle with COVID. So tell me about how all that went down because, you know, wrote the song with the kind of pandemic in mind right?
0: Well sort of yeah I you know I went actually if you if you go back even to 2019 I ended up getting this crazy pinched nerve in my neck that I couldn't use my arm and it was killing me for a long time. Um, Finally through treatment and everything it sort of the pains that subsided but every time I try to get play the guitar it would aggravate it Hmm. and so I wasn't able to play the guitar almost like all through 2019 and then we our church starts with like a 21 day prayer and fasting and on the last Friday of that um, they have a prayer for healing they pray with me and I I, I walked out of there with no pain I mean it was just crazy Um, and then the pandemic hit and I'm a healthcare professional as you know I'm a physical therapist I do home health so watching all this stuff happen on the news in New York and um, just all over the country, these these crazy images of people lining up the halls of hospitals and dying left and right. And as a healthcare provider, you know that started, you know, weighing on us. Um, I'll be honest, it was just weighing on us. And then uh, one day, I just grabbed my guitar and went out on my back patio and I started just playing around with it. And I and I wrote that song, "You're Mine." It was sort of my physical therapy side pouring out my heart to god through my singer songwriter side really
1: yeah and then you know you didn't know that soon thereafter you would come down with covid19 and not just you know a, a battle that would last a few weeks but this was uh, really a really a brutal about uh with this virus so tell me about i mean I, speaking of tests of faith i mean this i'm sure really you know, put you down for the count for a little bit right
0: yeah so not too long after i, I released that uh, recording of the song we did like a distance video recording and all not too long after that really um, actually it was the day after uh, Memorial Day I ended up coming down with COVID hmm. so I I started to go to work and um, I just didn't feel right and so I um, went to the doctor I didn't have a fever but I just called my boss and I said hey look I I don't feel right and I don't think I should go to work. I'm gonna go to the doctor. By the time I got to the doctor, I had like 102.6 fever and wasn't able to get a COVID test until the next day I got on in, online and a number to come back the next day. Um, took one of the rapid tests and it was negative, but I'm like, I know that I have COVID. I mean, I, this, can't, this has to be. So I, do, I got both of them. I got the, the nasal one that was gonna take three days um, my daughter ended up uh, getting it and my wife got it but um, actually my daughter ended up she was coming home she stayed with us for a while she ended up getting it from someone that didn't know that she had it so she came home didn't know she had it and so then we ended up getting it and um, and they got better my wife and daughter got better quick but um, it, it hit me pretty hard um, and I guess Uh, People with A-negative blood are 50% more likely to uh, have severe or moderate to severe symptoms of COVID, right? So um, I ended up getting pneumonia um, going into the hospital for four days, Uh, I could hardly breathe. Uh, Literally, if you've never never not been able to breathe, that's a freaky thing to happen, you know? And I ended up actually in the early days of COVID going into the hospital, is a freaky thing you know i mean not all all the people you were seeing that weren't coming home i'm going what what is going on with my body you know and uh so ended up getting out of there in four days um with oxygen they sent me home with oxygen i could Mm -hmm. barely i could barely walk 10 feet honestly still uh, isolating we all isolated in our house and uh we my my daughter and wife moved my recliner out to our My music room and so they shut me back in there and they were in each of their rooms and
1: you were saying just even taking a shower and being out of breath or walking just a little bit well
0: oh yeah barely i could barely i could barely make it um taking a shower was a nightmare i I waited until i absolutely had to take a shower because when i got in the shower i just got so out of breath and dizzy and it, it was it was really horrible and then so anyway, three days later, I'm laying in bed and, or in the chair and started getting this like shoulder blade pain and I thought, well, you know, maybe it's because I'm sitting more than I'm used to and I'm getting some back pain and it felt like back pain, but I couldn't get it comfortable. And throughout the day, it sort of got a little worse. And then at night, that night, I started like sweating and I'm like, oh, well, I'm having a heart attack, you know, so i Called nine one one and they came and took me into um, St. Francis Hospital where they took great care of me again and they found two large blood clots in my coronary artery. Mm. That COVID is known for creating blood clots. Um, so they did a, a catheter. They sort of had to wait till I was at the end because I had COVID. So I I got in. I, I had to wait till about six p.m. to get in there because they had to s- prep the Cath lab, um, and he got in there and he was able to take out ninety percent of the blood clots. Um, then they was they put a, a stent around the, the last ten percent. He told me that my arteries were pristine, clear. There was no plaque buildup, no coronary artery disease. It was one hundred percent, you know, two large COVID blood clots in my what they call the Wittermakers uh, artery for the heart. You know, Wow. Um, so you know, that truly was, I mean, I had, I've had three doctors tell me that was a miracle that I ended up uh, surviving that. So I'm totally thankful. Um, you know, got started, I got home again and, you know, first day I could barely walk 10 feet. So I said, well, tomorrow I'm going to walk 20 feet. And then the next day, and I'm texting my, my kids and my family, that's okay. So I said, yeah, I walked 20 feet. So tomorrow I'm going to walk 40 feet. And then I did the 40 feet and then I said 80 feet and then my daughter-in-law says why don't you try for 60 feet rather than doubling it every (laughs) time (laughs) Exactly. but um, I ended up stepping out like um, how how much how long how far I could walk in my house and I ended up building up to you know walking two miles a day in my in my house um, initially with the oxygen on and then started weaning off the oxygen and so um, in thir- after thirty three days it took me thirty three days to test negative and back then they were they were wanting you to text test negative mm-hmm. to, to clear you yeah. um, so thirty three days later I ended up clearing getting cleared and um, I was out of work for six weeks and um, still when I went back to work like I was pretty exhausted by the like middle of the afternoon early middle afternoon you know for quite some time i 'm um, feeling a lot better now um, I ended up the residual effect is um, from the heart attack. I do have a congestive heart failure now, so um, that's something I have to. I'm going to have to deal with. Yeah, know.
1: and no, I mean, it sounds like I mean, obviously, this was a nightmare and and something you wouldn't wish upon anybody. Um, for you, uh, you know, obviously, you have the support of your family um, that were there with you and, and the doctors that did a, a fabulous job. Um, and, and, you know, how important was your faith and, and kind of, you know, whether it be, you know, church members, you know, God really kind of healing you and protecting you in the midst of all this?
0: Well, you know, I, as you know, I work, I work with a lot of veterans and, with my songwriting, um, and I honor veterans and their families. And over the years, I've, got, I've done, like, songwriter retreats with um, military combat veterans or their families and will listen to their stories and write a song. Um, so, I've heard the story many, many times that there is no uh, atheist in a foxhole, and, and I'm starting to wonder if there's no atheist in a hospital bed where you're by yourself either, you know, and so those long nights were, whew, I mean, I just had to really trust the Lord that he was in control of my life, and um, I'll never forget, there was, there was some times when I, one time in particular, I didn't know what was happening and this nurse came in and i said what is going on with my body and i just started weeping and she just grabbed my hand and just held on you know and said you're gonna be okay and i'll just never forget that moment i wish i i don't even know her name you know when i was i was just so ill there i don't i didn't even grab people's names and i feel really bad i didn't yeah Um, but anyway I, it's and there's there's something that I'm also relating to some soldiers because I was a, I'm a veteran But I wasn't a combat veteran. I was never asked to go into combat or do anything like that And that's one of the things that has driven me in my songwriting is uh, I want to give back because I've had friends that have had you know 10 14 20 combat tours with kids at home and their families and I never had to do anything like that and so one of the things I've never really uh really been able to relate to be, because I never had it happen was that this survival guilt that you have for, for but that people get when they've sur- they've survived a, a, a war experience but their friends didn't and I have several friends that have, have experienced that and I can't say that I've I've experienced that in war but I, I have I have some I have some really close friends that have died and from COVID and it just gives me this a little bit of guilt why why did I get to survive you know why am I still here and and my my friend isn't mm-hmm. um, and so I, I just want to make it you know there's a I, you remember uh, Saving Private Ryan hmm so at the end you know at the end when they're in that battle and, uh, the captain looks at Ryan and he says look you need to make this matter you need to make this count what these people did you need to live your life the, 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 that's gonna make it count and, you know, sort of that that's my feeling now. I, I just want to honor God in, in anything in any way I can in, um, and honor the memory of, of people that have lost loved ones and um, the, that have, the people that have died in this horrific pandemic.
1: Absolutely, yeah. And you were talking about you know the military, and we're in a military town here where we're recording it next to Fort Benning. Uh, and you served as an enlisted soldier and, and a captain in the U.S. Army. Um, and uh, obviously, you know, you with your music and, and and other ways you support you know military and veterans. Uh, why is that important to you? I mean, obviously, you, you you come from an army background, but why is it important to continue that legacy on? Uh, you know in, in you know, musical and other ways
0: well I, I, just, I just feel like I owe it to the people who have been asked to sacrifice on behalf of our country, and i I, I truly do believe that we need to remember what the sacrifice has taken to secure and defend our freedoms um, and and it 's something that um, should bind us together, and we, I, hopefully we can unify around. The fact that, I mean, we, we've, had, we've had so many families and uh, friends and loved ones lose people. Um, and, and, and so many Americans that have come back from war and they're trying to f- figure out how to fit back into society, even today, I mean, it's still happening. Um, and so, you know, I, I, just, I just feel like that's the way that I need to give back. Because um, the Army was really good to me. I mean, I got my whole education. They they uh, paid for my bachelor's degree when I was enlisted. I went to work during, in the morning, went to school at night, got my bachelor's at night, and then got commissioned to go to Baylor University to get my physical therapy degree and um, so it was very, very good to me. I got to work with amazing people. You
1: may remember back to your military days of uh, waking up early to do uh, pt uh, those kind of things and uh, you know on this podcast, we talk about faith and fitness and you were talking about how you know you built up to the point where you could walk two miles around your house and that was a big deal because you could only go ten or twenty feet at the beginning. So for you, you know does that does going through covid and you know um, having these you know life-threatening scares does that change your idea of I need to take care of myself or my body and I've got this congenital heart thing I'm dealing dealing with does that kind of change your perspective about you know your body and fitness and that kind of thing
0: absolutely I have to I've got to do it you know and I'll be honest I'll, I'll tell you I'll, I'm, I'm just here to be real with you is that is that okay sure yeah so um, not like a week after I went back to work um, my son almost cut his hand off and in an accident and he was they were pregnant they were gonna be having our second grandson and they were getting ready to move to Kansas and um, well, then they just cut his hand off so almost they were able to save it it's doing great um, but they needed some help and so like after this time of isolation my wife went up to be with them for a couple months and so I found myself you know I wanted some depression I'll be honest with you it was there I found that uh, I found out that uh, having a heart attack it's common to go into depression yeah and then after all that I think that was like the the thing that broke my back at that point I I wanted to some serious Blues, I can tell you, and and I did some. I you know I I I reached for food and I ate bad, and I knew that that was wrong. And I can tell you, I mean, it's not that I didn't know what to do. I just it was just overwhelming to me, honestly. Yeah, comfort food. Yeah, it was really, and so I knew I knew that it was wrong. I knew I shouldn't do it, but I was doing it. I and I ate really bad for a little bit there, and finally I, I sort of reached out. I have a good friend of mine that's been a marriage and family counselor for a long time, and. I reached out to him and he started, you know, we started talking through things and, and then one day um, I got a, a text from a friend of mine at church, he's a real prayer warrior. And he texted me, asked me how I was doing and I was just, I decided I was going to be honest with him and tell him about it. And, um, and then he said, I'm definitely going to pray with you, me and my wife are going to pray with you. Shane and Robin, good friends um, and I'm very thankful. And then that was on a Monday. And then by Thursday, I'm like going to work one day and, and on that Thursday. And all of a sudden, I don't I don't feel depressed. I'm like, wait a minute, I don't feel depressed today. And I haven't felt depressed really since then, you know. And it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. I mean, I truly believe the Lord, you know, took me out of that, honestly. Yeah. Prayer is powerful. It truly is. So, yeah, so after going through that whole thing, <laughs> I'm back. I, I have a... a I injured my knee when I was in the Army, and so I, I have a bad knee, so I can't really run. I got to the point where I couldn't run, um, and walking hurts my knee, so I ended up, I got this really awesome machine that I love that helps my knee feel good. It's called a new step. I mean, they're not cheap, but it's the only thing that really makes my knee feel good. So my wife and I get up every morning and do our workout, we work out listening to some worship music, and it's good. It's a good time. So
1: yeah. And you know, um, you know, by day your job, like you talked about earlier, is a physical therapist. You go into people's homes, and uh, so what has what's that been like in the middle of a pandemic? Because the job is is very can, can be stressful and very rewarding as well um but you know yeah your wife knows exactly as she knows very well but now you're going in with like maybe fully dressed like hazmat at times or with an n95 mask and you have to make sure somebody hasn't been exposed to anybody with covid so what has that been like you know have you do you pray before you go into people's houses all the time i'm sure i think
0: i think you know that even going when i before i got covid the weight of going into people's houses and not wanting to to spread anything that somebody might have that's a weight we carry but you know i mean our our patients are homebound and they so they're homebound in a pandemic and i I just i just feel like we make a difference in their lives i'm i'm very thankful i'm honored you know i've been i've been going into homes in the chattahoochee valley in the columbus phoenix city area since 2003 doing home health and we have amazing people that live here, and I'm just so honored that I get to go into these homes. And that's actually how I ended up getting, going down the road of honoring veterans with, with my music, is I, I was in homes of highly decorated war veterans every day and I see their medals and, and they can't even get up and change a light bulb or, you know, so um, I, I ended up hearing about the House of Heroes and what they do for people and, and I, I Got inspired and wrote their song, and that's that's how that ended up. And so every day, I'm in I'm in literally in people highly decorated war veterans' homes. That yeah. I, I'm honored, and they're widows, you know, and they just everyday people. I mean, I just love the people of our community. Yeah,
1: and I mean, so many veterans that end up, you know, uh, after they you know leave the army or they're out of Fort Benning, they end up staying around in this you know Columbus, Georgia area. Um, And, and, you know, for them, you know, uh, maybe you've spent some time with veterans during this pandemic or patients of yours. Um, What what are their thoughts on this pandemic? I mean, like, you know, could it be compared to like a war, Um, you know, the virus really attacking? And because we've had, you know, so many people die from this or be really changed because of it.
0: Well, you know. I've, I've seen things written that compares it, you know, now, now like a lot of military, I've seen some, a few military people, you know, write about, well, now you know what we live like, because if we're in a war zone, we don't know if we're going to live or die every day. And that's the way we've been for, you know, the last, what, since January, February, March. Yeah. Yeah.
1: For a year now, more than a year.
0: And, and it's still happening. I mean, I literally just found out this afternoon about a a a young lady i used to work with that died a couple days ago of it and i mean people are still dying and it's still it's still a serious issue and i hope everybody takes it seriously still
1: yeah absolutely yeah people are still masking up social distancing and and uh you know and and i know for you you know, you hope to inspire folks through your job as a physical therapist, but also through your music. And we talked earlier about that song, You Are Mine. So, you know, when you write a song like that, you know, that has to do with what we're dealing with in pandemic and and uh, kind of looking up to a higher power, um, what do you hope people take from, you know, a song like that uh, as we continue to go through this right now?
0: Well, I, I'll tell you, I got a call from a friend of mine that, I, she told me that a good friend of hers was in the hospital with COVID, and he wasn't doing good. And he asked, she asked if I would possibly call him. And um, so I called him, and he didn't answer. So I texted him, and I texted him, uh, tell him about actually what I went through, what what the Lord did, and then also I shared with him the song, and. Um, he texted me back, and he was just I mean just raving about how much it meant to him that song, you know, well, you ended up passing, and um, that just means the world to me if it, if I can encourage somebody with anything i've I've done, uh, that makes it more than worthwhile. so um to know that you know that song is all about just pouring my heart out to the Lord, telling him, you know. I'm thankful that you're mine, you're my rock, you're my fortress, you're my friend in times of need, um, my, the strength that picks me up when I fall because I'm weak, And uh, but then it turns around and he, he promises me that he, he's he's glad that I'm his too So yeah. in the song and, and you know I mean I ended up also writing another song called Purpose Past the Pain, I mean I have to I have to know that there is some reason that I went through what I went through and why I'm alive today and I, I'm going to live the rest of my life trying to trying to honor him in every way I can for yeah. for everything he's done for me
1: and for you know um you know we hear about so many military veterans going through some of the things you went through the the depression, the isolation especially when they you know leave the service, and uh you've got a lot of family members and that uh, have lost family and they're maybe feeling some of those same things right now as um, maybe the military that have lost. So what's your message for folks that have gone through what you've gone through and come out the other side, but also there's so much loss out there. Uh, what would be your message for folks um, you know, in terms of how to you know, come out the other side like you have?
0: Well, I, I would start by saying, don't hold it in. Don't keep it to yourself, because I was. I mean, I wasn't. I didn't even tell my wife what I was going through. I mean, I didn't want to burden her with it. And um, it took it took me talk finally being willing to say I need I need some help and I need to tell somebody about this. You know, somebody I trust. And uh, that was the first step to uh, starting to see see the healing take place. um, you know, I, 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 hope that people would find people that they can really be real with and, and honest and it's okay. It's okay to just admit that you're struggling in this way. Um, it's okay that, that you're, you're uh, needing some help if you need help. Um, I mean, don't, don't hold it, hold back, get the help you need. Yeah. absolutely. Whether you're struggling with PTS or whether you're struggling with isolation syndrome or whatever they're calling it you know or or whatever wh- whatever you're dealing with if it's if it's causing you to be severely depressed get some help and talk to people about it
1: absolutely yeah and don't don't be afraid to, to talk about it right
0: it's nothing to be ashamed of yeah yeah
1: and on a brighter note um i know that i followed you <laughs> a super downer right yeah but, but i mean we're still going through all this and people need need to know that there's there's help out there but there's also other people that have been through this and you're you're now smiling on the other side of this you know and it can can talk about the depression you went through and not be ashamed about it um, you know uh... I've, I've always enjoyed listening to your music you know you're a singer songwriter um, your style is kind of uh, I don't know if it's, was it was a country pop or inspirational
0: country. Ins- is the genre I'm in?
1: Inspirational so, country, okay. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I know you've written, um, you did a live musical stage show called the New American Freedom Train, and you've had songs um, that have uh, been, you know, different uh, inspirational country music charts. You had one that was uh, what number nine, right, on the number chart? Number nine, yeah. Freedom yeah.
0: Train was number nine on the inspirational country charts. Yeah.
1: So, uh, so you you've uh, had that success in music, and I guess it's for you, it's kind of a maybe a side gig, because you have. A, uh, a full time
0: job I, I haven't quit my, my day job yet have I? You haven't quit it yet
1: not, not yet, maybe you've tried in the past you're Like well, let's, let's wait and see So, uh, and I know you, you Write music, like you said, you mentioned some songs You recently wrote, and so you're going to give us A, a tune uh, now, I guess sure. uh, t- Tell me about uh, this uh, This song
0: Well, I
1: This is kind of an a, 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 a impromptu Concert with Tim Maggard,
0: right? Yeah um, <laughs> I uh, I believe that, you know that verse in Revelation it says they overcame by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony? Yeah. And I truly believe that if our country would remember what God's done in our past, we can overcome a lot of what we're going through today. Sure. And there's good and bad, but um, there's a lot of good um, that's, that's happened in our country. And um, so I believe that uh, the foundation of our country is built on four pillars, the strength of our faith the strength of our families the strength of our work ethic and the strength of our military and on those four pillars we, we created the American blueprint for greatness they lit the fire of a great idea stood against an iron hand a man of rebel hearts took a shot in the dark, it took what they gave to get us this far, yeah. Blood and sweat and faith, dreams anyone can chase, a red white American blueprint, part of a sacred land, a bigger plan, a red white American blueprint. page in a glass case tucked away somewhere it's blood and sweat and faith dreams anyone can chase a red white american blueprint part of a sacred land a bigger plan a red white american american blood and sweat and faith dreams anyone can chase American blueprint. Oh yeah, it's our American Blueprint. Our American
1: Blueprint. Awesome, great job, great job. I, I, I think you, you should be able to quit your day job now See? Uh, <laughs> Songs like that So uh, if folks you know that are listening uh, Want to uh, find Some Tim Maggart music what's the, Where's the best place for them to go Or is it available at different places or?
0: Um, You can go to timmaggart.com um, You can go to newamericanfreedomtrainshow.com You can go to Apple, iTunes Spotify you know, Any of the streaming services Have, have my music on there um, probably the most recent is the New American Freedom Train Show uh, soundtrack. It's got a lot of songs on there that we do we've done in the show before and um, And you know, I want you to know as soon as we can have a big show in this town, we're bringing it back because we brought it we, we debuted it in 2014 at the Springer. We took it to seven the Springer States. Opera House in downtown Springer.: downtown Yeah, us. the historic theater in spring in, in Columbia, of uh, the, the historic theater of Georgia really the Springer Opera House and we took it to seven states and um, in fact that version there it was a short version of this song that I the exact version i sang on the New American Freedom Train show float in the National Memorial Day parade in DC on Constitutional Avenue Constitution Avenue in front of the uh, Secretary of Defense and the Joint Chiefs and nationally televised that was like a dream dream thing that, that happened so um, so that we, we did it for a few years and then we took a break and that break has lasted you know probably too long but um, it, you know coming out of this pandemic we're wanting to in fact I'd love I'd love for it to be the first Saturday of November that we do another big big event in Columbus and bring it back in honor celebrate faith and family and, and service to our nation so. yeah
1: and celebrating freedom because we're, we're, we're going to look forward to being free from
0: this pandemic that's right. right that's right <laughs> that's right we're going to have something to celebrate so yeah yeah absolutely
1: yeah well I appreciate it Tim thank you so much for joining us thank you for your military service your service as a a health care provider a, a hero on the front lines there and and uh, we're glad that you are here with us after surviving last summer your your bout with COVID
0: for well sure. I sure do appreciate you invite me on Jason it's good to see you always yeah, absolutely. Proud of you, man. <laughs> thank
1: you so much. And if you don't mind, um, I usually do this at end of the podcast, but I wanted to kind of, I'll uh, I'll let you, um, I'll pass the guitar to you. for the, If you don't mind closing us in prayer. Sure. Okay, all right, great.
0: Dear Lord, I thank you so much for um, this opportunity for Jason and what he's doing. I thank you that um, you're blessing his his ministry and fitness and faith and uh, getting people uh, to open up about their faith and, and, and their walk with you. And God, we do want to ask you for further blessing on, on this ministry and uh, on our nation and on our city, on our state. God, we just, uh, we just really need your, your intervention. And we want to trust you. We have hope in you. Um, we can cling to you and the difficulty. Um, and we ask this in Jesus' name. All right. And if
1: you ever need somebody, you know, uh, a duet... Uh, for a future song, let me know, you know, I'll, I'll, All right. I'll sing
0: along with you. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll
1: call you. <laughs> exactly. I might write one just for us. How's oh, that? about, about <laughs> watching the news. <laughs> 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 All
0: right. Thanks very much, Tim. Appreciate All it. All right, buddy.
1: And, I, and I've known Tim for many years. He is a great servant uh, in healthcare. Uh, but also, a great servant in terms of uh, uh, you know promoting our military and all the sacrifices they do for us every single day, so we appreciate what he does and um, you know years ago, when my son was a lot younger he 's sixteen now, uh, my son was in a music video for uh, one of Tim's song called uh, a link in the chain of freedom he recorded that music video uh, at the National Infantry Museum right here in the Columbus Georgia Fort Benning area and my son was uh, one of the first verses or parts of that song is about how uh, you know a, a young man a, a young boy sitting on his uh, grandfather's lap and so my son was that young boy so uh, I appreciate that opportunity for him uh, years ago great song to a link in the chain of freedom so thanks again Tim for uh, for talking to us and uh now turning to our uh, final segments of this uh run the race podcast which we hope you're you're enjoying uh with a little bit of food for thought that uh deals with some uh, faith related music and also a parting gift about uh tunes as well Uh, this guy is one of my favorite artists billboard.com uh, says that Harry Connick Jr. is going it alone for his new faith-inspired album called uh, "It's About Amazing Grace." So uh, you know it, it's it's uh, or it has that song in it. the The new album is called "Alone with My Faith." Now Harry Connick Jr. If you don't know, he's known for his swing and jazz music. is from New Orleans and it probably has about 40 or 50 CDs out there. Very well known. Uh, he's a Grammy-winning musician. And uh, during his spare time during this retreat and pandemic over the last year, uh, he has an in-home studio. He came out with this new album he put together really almost entirely on his own. So he said he was able to really go deep with it himself. And he, uh, he sang every part, played every instrument, very talented, and he arranged every song on the album. It's coming out March 19th via Universal Music's Verve and Capital, uh, CMG. Uh, he has a stirring rendition, we're told, of Amazing Grace. Uh, and the uh, even has a music video that was directed by uh, Harry Connick Jr.'s 24-year-old daughter, Georgia. Uh, and, you know, along with Amazing Race, there's some other familiar spiritual titles on this album that comes out next month. Uh, the track list includes Because He Lives, Be Not Afraid, the Old Rugged Cross, and How Great Thou Art. Uh, also got some uh, Harry Connick uh, originals as well. So uh, you know, he says he talks about his experience during the lockdown, You know, feeling joy, sadness, doubt, conviction, and, of course, talking about his uh, faith. So looking forward to, to hearing that album. And our parting gift today, uh, since we're talking about music and uh, heard some from Tim, uh, there is a quote from the Danish author Hans Christian Andersen. So we're going to we're going to Dutch here, uh, <laughs> to Denmark. That is uh, Hans Christian Andersen says, "Where words fail, music speaks." Let me say that again: Where words fail, music speaks. And sometimes we just don't have the words to say. Music really. Uh, can have a big impact on our lives in terms of, you know, those memories you have, the nostalgia, uh, you know, a song brings us back to that time. You know, for me, like, Something in the Way She Moves by James Taylor, uh, I actually sang that to uh, my my girlfriend at the time, Shanna, now my wife, uh, back when we were dating 24 23 years ago. And uh, it was at our wedding twenty years ago as well. It was played, so uh, that song you know means a lot to us. And so, uh, but uh, again, I appreciate you joining us for the Run the Race podcast. Tell your friends about it. We're gonna uh, keep this going, and this is episode fifty-five. And uh, we have some great guests coming up. In fact, we've got uh, hopefully uh, the next episode will be a. uh, an interview with uh, a, a gentleman from Washington State who is about to run uh, more than 300 miles in an Iditarod race in Alaska, so most likely in the snow. And uh, he was most recently in Georgia, but does a lot of ultra marathons. We're going to talk about being a blueberry farmer and his, his faith and how that relates to his running and how he does these 300-plus mile races. It's amazing. So looking forward to uh, talking to uh, Brandon Lott about that. And uh, until next time, hope you guys have a wonderful week. God bless.